Hello world and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer and you are listening to the podcast Coulda Woulda Shoulda where I focus on not living in regret and forming high functioning habits. I want to inspire you to transform your thoughts for a happier and higher functioning life. We are what we think and we get lost in limiting beliefs. We don't eat well, we don't take charge of our money, manage our commitments and then wonder why we are stressed, overweight, in pain and unhappy with our lives. I haven't met anyone that can't change their mind. That's why I always say, see you on the flip side, as I want to journey with you on coming out the other side. Side of what you might ask? Well, that's up to you. Good morning, world. Shelly Shearer here, and welcome to the show. You know, I know I've said a lot lately, but you know, the universe really does step in when you're just not getting things right sometimes, especially if you live in a life that puts things out to the universe and through prayer and meditation and, you know, tapping into source energy is, as the expression I've heard recently, lots of times they're kind of on their game sometimes when you're not even quite on your game. So why do I say this? Because I have recorded this podcast three times and every time I walk away from it going, nope. And I realized today why. I have been struggling with a client of mine and I think I just got onto this whole whiny blah, blah, blah in my prior Uh, podcast and that was really benefiting nobody because the only reason I do this so that you can listen is so that we can grow together and I can help you open your mind not live in regret give you some hints and helps on uh, developing your own high functioning habits so me uh, lost a little bit of my own stuff that's not really serving anyone I have just taken on a new book it's not that new it's just that it's new to me uh, leader, uh, no, sorry, uh, John Maxwell's uh, uh, leader, leader shift. So not leadership, leader shift. I'm a huge John Maxwell fan. I've listened to him on and off over the years and uh, big proponent. He's just a man of grace and a lot of wisdom. And he spoke today on one of the chapters that I was in when I was in my car on having a certain mentality. Either you have a growth mentality or a static mentality. And static mentalities will only get you so far because even as I mentioned in my own ebook, learning, it's got to be an ongoing thing. If you don't learn, you, you can't grow really because where's there to go? You're just in your own little uh, soup bowl of information. And if you can't expand past that, you're not going to grow past that soup bowl. So when he was saying this, it sort of just hit home for me because I realized that I work very hard at having a growth mentality and that part of my issues with the client that I'm going through right now was basically that. And this is what I mean. So I did the podcast before I saw this client yesterday, which was yesterday was, I thought could be a little uncomfortable. We'd had a kind of a face-to-face altercation a a couple of weeks earlier and both of us were quite emotional that day for completely different reasons and said things that shouldn't have been said. Some of the things I said just he was just not ready to hear and uh, but he sort of egged me on and I fell for it (laughs) and I I really really shouldn't have. But what was bothering me that it was that I was thinking okay I just am so frustrated with myself that I can't help this person. I'm not helping them grow. I'm not we're not getting past some things here. You know it's been months that I've worked with them. It was a huge project I took on And then I realized that I'm probably am not going to be the person that's going to stay with them long term on the maintenance. We've hired staff to do a lot of the data entry from the bookkeeping standpoint. And quite honestly, they just simply can't afford me 
um, can't afford to keep me as a regular accounting consultant in their business. We're just really kind of not at that place. Perhaps when they grow a little bit more, but not for right now. So that's, that's great, but there's still a lot of things that need to be done right now. I don't want to leave them in the lurch, but I just needed them to as well to understand that I don't do small clients anymore. Like once this project is done, I do not have it within me and I refuse to, to be quite honestly, worry about somebody's entire business for a couple of hundred bucks a month. And that's unfortunately a lot of times what happens with clientele in this sort of arena, especially if you have uh, entrepreneurs that are not really well versed in accounting and business practices. Expenses to ensure processes and accounting is done is not on their radar. They do not see the value a lot of the time. I don't deal with those people. That's not my area of expertise any longer. I deal with people that know what they need and are willing to pay me to get it done. That being said, I'd already come to that conclusion before we had the altercation where it got way too personal and things got way too heated. I actually left that client crying um, they didn't know that. I had to pull myself together downstairs, uh, managed 30 minutes later to get myself out the door. And, but when I got in my car, that was it. So this really brought a lot of stuff up for me because I talk to you guys a lot about how we react, emotionally react to situations and that the only thing we can control is our own reaction. When I talk about these things, do not think that I have perfected this in my own life. I have not. It is a process. It is a understanding on my part, however, um, you know, in the fact that I have the wisdom to understand that that is reality. I don't necessarily have all the experience to put it into practice every time something highly charged comes across my plate. These are what we practice. These are habits that we put into practice every day. The unfortunate part with some of these habits, they're uncomfortable. So unfortunately the practice is uncomfortable because you're always, it's like being, it's like praying for patience. I can pretty much guarantee you the second you put that out to the universe, you are going to literally be inundated with situations that are going to require you to be patient because that's the only way you learn. So be careful what you ask for. <laughs> I know sometimes I forget that. So for me, I was very frustrated. So I go into my coaching call on Wednesday and we talk about a little bit of this. And one of the things that Adam really brought to my attention, and it was just sort of solidified today with John Maxwell's chapter on having the, you know, the learning and the open, uh, the learning mentality, was we are not all in the same place. Not in our lives and our jobs and our growth. When I took this client on seven months ago, I could see so much potential and they have come so far. We have gotten so much of their life organized and they have come so far. But what happened was in the last couple of months, I have taken some major steps in my life and my growth sort of took a little bit of a jump start. The other person's growth stalled and actually took a little bit of a back seat. Without getting too personal, this particular client just was letting life once again feed into his need for drama, a little bit of victim kind of stuff. And he just wasn't hearing anymore. He wasn't hearing me, he wasn't hearing advice. Plus one of the hardest things for business people to hear, and I shouldn't have said anything because he wasn't ready to hear it, was that your business is not unique. We all at some point in our lives probably want to think that what we do and our business is different from everybody else and we're, we're so unique, you're not. You're just not. 
you might have a unique idea, you might do, do things slightly different, but the concepts and the processes and what needs to happen in business are the same, whether you are selling magical widgets or fairy dust or creating the next app that's going to make you a multimillionaire. There are things that are sort of standard operating procedure when you're running a business. And that is some very hard for some entrepreneurs to accept. They want to think they're unique and they are uh, have more value. And it's like, nope, understand that, yes, I want you to see your value as, as a business, as yourself as a business owner. But at the same token, you still need to understand that you're really not that different and that someone else has probably gone through exactly what you're going through. And the reason I harp on this is if you do not have that open-mindedness, you're going to be recreating the wheel all the time, okay? Whereas if you can accept that someone else has probably already experienced what you're experiencing, go find those people so you can learn from them, or just keep an open mind to understand that, you know what, this is sort of the deal, especially of owning a business, and perhaps, perhaps, it's a skill set you haven't learned yet. And if that's the case, accept it and hire what you need. There's a reason people hire people like me. So remember that, especially for business people that are very heart-oriented uh, oriented, and are very uh, vision-oriented. They are not really great a lot of the time with the material, administrative, boots-on-the-ground type stuff. Know that. Hire it. Okay? I've always made it a habit in my life to hire people smarter than me. Uh, people that have skills that I don't have, especially attention to detail. I'm a little anal. There's no two ways about that. And it's funny, in certain situations, especially if it's quote-unquote appropriate, I'm a little bit of the kind of the queen of that domain. And so I have no problem stepping in. Like my niece just got married. Photographer needed a hand. I just stepped right in. Just I could see what needed to get done. And then she just asked me. And she just looked at me and says, can you come on all my shoots with me? It's like, no, <laughs> this is not what I like, like to do. It's just that I just have that ability to sort of see, to take those three steps back and sort of see the broader scope. That doesn't necessarily make me great with the attentions to detail in an office. Administrative details, I understand broad scope and I make sure I hire the people that need to look after those little nitty gritty things. Which is why sometimes I don't take on certain clients because if that's what their bookkeeping is, just a bunch of nitty gritty stuff, you know what? There's nice good data entry clerks out there that can handle that no problem for half the rate that I charge. And those people need experience too. So there's no point having a super overqualified person in a job when there's someone out there that can do that job brilliantly and perhaps learn. Because let's face it, I really do try and drive this point home. We are here to learn and to grow and to help others do the same. That would be the little caveat there. We are here to help others. That's a really big part of my philosophy. So why wouldn't I? And I'd keep a you know, little bevy of bookkeepers that I'm mentoring a little bit or that I help or I pass work off to because I want to see, I, that's never taken away from me. I do not have a poverty mentality. I have an abundance mentality. I always have, even when times are tough. I just truly believe that there's other work out there. If I needed a client, I'll just go find one. I do not believe that helping someone else sharing something that I had in my portfolio that I didn't want to take on and giving that to someone else and help them grow their business, that in no way takes away from me in any shape at all. At all. There's not even an inkling in my mind 
that I've ever given away something that should have been mine or that I needed or that I can't go find again or that I can, can't do without. Not really. Don't know why I'm wired that way. Just am. And I really encourage you to try and adopt that belief system as well. Cause let me tell you, it will take you, it will take you far in life. It has taken me, it really has taken me places into experiences and meeting other and interesting people because I've kept that mentality. Okay. So anyways, moving on, <laughs> sorry, a little tired today, maybe not my best day to podcast, but just, I had this stuff on my mind about the learning mentality versus the static, the static brain. And I just thought, oh, that is perfect because that really just fit in with right. What my coach said, Shelly, have you considered that you just, you grew since you started working together and the other person hasn't in the same manner. And that really actually made me stop and think, oh, but I have, he's, she's, he's sorry, in this case, my coach, he's right. Last few months is, have just been a blow open for me. Now, that being said, I went into work yesterday with just the attitude of getting things done, keeping peace, and it was good. The energy of my client was actually way calmer than I've seen them in a long time. And although they got defensive once, right at the beginning of the day, uh, for whatever reason, again, because, you know, just looking through that filter and that's sometimes how you're going to knee jerk reaction if something you feel someone's hurt you or said something you didn't like. I let that go and I got on with my work. But then when I got home, I realized, you know what? It was actually a very good day. Some of the things that we got into in our discussion that were a little uncomfortable were things like the drama and the victim and the leadership and the not listening. Um, your business isn't unique. And what was the last thing? Sorry, there was, there was very specific. And that he, they needed to listen. He needed to listen. Like he wasn't listening. I spent the whole day in his office and he talks over me. He talks over his staff and he just doesn't stop talking. And it's like, that's great in some instances, but actually what's happening is no one's being heard. And if you are always talking, you can't be listening at the same time. You might think you're listening, but you're not hearing. Okay. And that's been a really tough one for me. I am a talker. I know, shock and amazement, but I'm also someone that for a long time had a really tough time with active listening because I just wanted to reply to immediately like why the thought was in my head. And it's even worse actually now that I'm older, but for a different reason, I'm aware of the active listening and know how to put it into practice Where I struggle now is if I don't say what I saw on my mind, like right away, I'm going to forget it three minutes later. Terrible excuse, I realize, but that's always my fear now is having conversations that I'm just going to lose track of the train of uh, where we're headed. So I tend to be a note taker because otherwise you're, I'm back to my old bad behavior that I worked years to get over, interrupting people, talking over them. In fact, I can listen to old podcasts where I've done an interview. I listened to the one from my very first two months Oh my goodness, I interrupted poor Monique so many times, it's not even funny. And it's like, I listen to it going, oh, a little embarrassing. I'm not going to take those down. She still gives a great interview. The sound quality for the Sacred Gifts interview is really crappy, unfortunately. And yeah, I talk over her numerous times. Lessons learned, moving on. It's a process. So for me, the memory thing now, though, is kind of funny. So... I struggle when someone is just talking over me over and over again. And unfortunately, one of the things that got misinterpreted in our, in our interaction was, I guess my facial expression started to get frustrating. And the other person, of course, started their own story about how you're judging me right now, aren't you? And it was just their story. I was not judging him. Well, I guess I was in a certain, in a certain manner in the fact that 
I needed him to stop talking long enough for someone else to get a word in edgewise so that we could address the issues. But it just wasn't. It just the tirade starts and it just doesn't end. So anyways, what I noticed and give credit for is that the energy in the office was much different. His energy was very calm and his patience was much better. In fact, they, him and the uh, billing clerk had were dealing with some stuff that got a little frustrating and he didn't fly into his normal exasperation and drama that he normally does. That was a huge step forward. And also me recognizing that, okay, I've stepped a few steps forward. We still have someone here we need to help keep moving forward. And obviously, although it was an uncomfortable conversation, he went away and put some things in his man cave and heard what was being said and was trying to put some of it into practice. And that I applaud. I applaud it. I support it. And I'm not going to hang on to the issue from two weeks ago. This is, I'm going to move forward from this spot because really what I had to remember was I'm only here to help them, whoever that might be in this particular case, him. That is my job here. So getting frustrated and saying, you know what, I think I'm going to drop this client. That's not really me doing my life purpose, which I have decided, you know, what that is for myself. And by abandoning that, that's really not moving me forward either. Not only is the other person being abandoned and, and that coaching and everything is stopped, but I'm letting myself down. So this week was a really good example of dealing with the frustration then talking to someone about looking at it from a different perspective, meeting with that person again and realizing, okay, actually things have changed here. This is a good thing. Cause I walked in with, I'm not going to lie with my own sort of expectations of poor behavior and figured I was probably going to have to step away yesterday. And luckily that didn't have to happen. And then lastly, being on the podcast today or listening to the book today and, and just being reminded again about having a, you know, open learning mind versus a static mind. You know, where do you want to be in life? How do you want things to unfold? Now, what I found interesting was I've had yet another lesson. And, you know, sometimes I got to swear, you can't disagree with me on this one, please. Is that don't we all sometimes just kind of wish the lessons were done? It's like, really? Again? But you can't say I want to have a fuller, more open, spectacular life and there not be lessons. What the interesting thing for me was is that this lesson was just came to fruition and closure so quickly. It was like, this was amazing. This has been inside of one week. I've gone from, oh, hell no, is someone speaking to me that way and we are done with that client with still my attitude of like, I can't leave them in the lurch because as my coach says, you're such a people pleaser. That's something I need to deal with in my life and I do, but it's still a very ingrained innate part of kind of who I am as a person. Two, coming to a conclusion at the end that I'm happy. I realize I've learned another lesson. Someone's just on a slightly different path than I am. I need to keep moving forward and all is well. I'm going to envision a really good working relationship over the next few months and that is what I'm going to attract into my life. Okay. So that was a really neat experience to think that I didn't have to have an epiphany one day and wondering what the frick I've been doing with my life for three years. It all came kind of into, into perspective within a four or five day window. That is, I want to celebrate that. I want to encourage you as well that when your lessons are quick, celebrate it. Do not get hung up 
and feeling bitter that the lesson had to be there in the first place. That's life. It's like perfection. Doesn't exist. Accept that. Accept that life is lessons. And if you want to not have a static mindset, this is going to keep happening in your life because you've made the decision to learn to move forward, to grow, and to become a better version of yourself. Alrighty. Have a great day, everyone. And I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you again for joining me today. And remember to focus on not living in regret. I invite you to subscribe to my show so you don't miss a thing. You can reach me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at either High Functioning Habits or Living Well with Shell. And I invite you to leave a rating on my show about what you like best or message me with something you'd like me to speak on next. Remember, willpower will only get you so far, then you better have a plan.